what it is. This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, nobody does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead and tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to episode 843 of Hard Factor. It is Monday, December 27th, 2021. Thank you for cheating on the news with us today. We got Pat, Wes, and I'm Will to talk about what, fellas? Pat, you're on the cup of coffee. You're looking uh, fresh and and dandy uh, on a floor somewhere. Get ready for the update of all updates because there's been a lot going on and I've been keeping track. Oh, good. So you've been you've been staying on top of things over your break. You get... I mean, I've been staying on top of something. The oh. toilet. The toilet. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Sounds like fun. You, you staying hydrated at least. Sick yeah. again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I never got unsick, man. Okay. Make sure you're drinking your fluids. You know, I you got to yeah. replace what you what, what leaves. Kate so. went and got me some Pedialyte today. That's okay. a good call. How does that taste? Is it? It's pretty good. It's not bad, is it? So she got me because just because she, she loves me. She mm-hmm. got me Gatorade and Pedialyte and brought me both. Wow! Said, Pick one, and uh, she brought them in a solo cup, iced both of them, pour it out. So of course I went Gatorade first because I'm not a fucking child. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she also got me the cucumber pepino, which is my numero uno, uh, Flavario. Oh, okay. In radio. I mean, it's a pretty good flavor. I'm surprised you didn't go blue with both of those. Blue is no. solid on both. But yeah. then she, she got orange Pedialyte. So after I ripped through my cucumber pepino, I went for the orange Pedialyte. And, um, you know, it tastes like you're dumbing down Gatorade for some fucking child. But it's got extra mm-hmm. minerals in it, too. Eh, does it? Yeah, it's supposed to be good. It's supposed to be good. Does it? It's supposed to be real good. Yeah. Here's Wes, what do you got? Uh, I've got what might be the biggest story since we uh, since we last saw each other, um, which is oh. the uh, the Let's Go Brandon phenomenon continues. Whoa. And uh, Chris Wes, Steve was, was uh, uh, Wes, I'm not sure you're allowed to say that on air now. Oh, well, I'm going to say it a lot. In the- Whoa! <laughs> I've heard that's a curse word now. That's a slur, right? Yeah, I've heard. Yeah. I've heard that's a legit. If you want to see Let's Go Brandon, go on Kyle Rittenhouse's Twitter. There's a lot of uh, <laughs> this is on repeat. Yeah, a lot of enjoy post. your time from the top of that mountain, alive Rittenhouse. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> Every post. All right. Well, I'll I'll close it off after you guys are done with those in the TikTok International Moment today. International Trolls Edition. A lot of trolling going on over I feel the like almost holiday. all trolls are international. Even if they're in the United States, I feel like they're immigrants. Hmm. I can you see that. You, so you're saying that all, no, no, no Americans are trolls? It's no, I'm talking the, about functional, actual trolls, like like bridge garters. Yeah, like they're all European, you mean? Yeah. Like I'm, from like, like Scandinavia? Or yeah, something? I don't oh. mean troll how we use the term troll today. I'm talking about 
you actual for this bridge. Right. Actual like uh, creatures that will turn to stone if you if they stay out till the morning. You read a different troll book than I. Those are mostly Norse. Yeah, probably so. Probably mostly. Actually, we're going to go to Finland. So oh, there you go. There you go. Eat your, eat your soul. <laughs> yeah. Cup of coffee in the big time. Okay, here we go. Oh, hey, honey. Uh, fun fact. Every TV and radio in my parents' house is on currently. Wait. Oh, is, is their cell phones not on uh, not on um, uh headphone also on top of that stack no just you got my nephews and my parents better and watching batman really loud and you got my mm-hmm. niece in the living room watching also batman but a different um you know live action batman from the yep. 1960s oh. and then you got um Big you, batman got the t- you got the tv on in the kitchen blasting some sports uh, mm-hmm. and then you got christmas music coming from all different um all the radios so Sounds that'll lovely. make it- That'll make it crazy now, Wes. Mm. That you you can handle that many different things going on, Wes. Well, no, I mean it sounds like the Batman's are different rooms, but it just it sounds like a uh, a lot of hustle, bustle, joyous, you know, family time. That's like a Costco right there. That's yeah. why you're liking it. That's uh, I miss my family. I didn't get I didn't get to spend uh, you know I was with my girlfriend, but no family, so I'm a little, a little that's, jealous. That's true. But to me, the competing volumes that's a no go in any situation, family or not. Much. It's too much. Um. Also, fun fact, no one got Wes a new chair for Christmas. No, no, they did not. Not yet. Yeah, nor nor will. So and I noticed I have been sinking today while writing my stuff. So, yeah, Costco this week. Wes, can you um, turn around and grab something real quick? Maybe. Sure. Uh, yep. Yeah, just move around a little bit. Yeah. Are you trying to engage this week? <laughs> I'll, I'll get I'll get one this week. Okay. I'll get one this week. I, I, it's you. time because I am sinking as well, and I'm having to adjust like Will is, and it's just it's. I'm sure, people are tired of hearing about it, but yeah, we'll uh, yeah. We look at some schmucks over here with our chairs. It's yeah, not chairs on you situation. to get a new one, bro. We called that out. It was on someone else. So well, Santa. All right, holidays, guys. International Day of Epidemic Preparedness. <laughs> Epic preparedness. Epidemic preparedness. Epidemic. Oh wow! Yeah, we yeah. blew that one, huh? Laughable. Um, yeah. Not my arm, uh, guys. It's visit the zoo day. Um, it's make cut out. By the way, it's fucked up day. Visit the zoo day. I mean, what's the average temperature around America? You know what's cool though? Some people like me just got a zoo membership as a Christmas present. So we Ooh. have one too here, but I'm not going to go fucking dra- make the animals drag their asses out of their fucking habitats uh, into the fucking cold ass New Jersey weather. Well, no. They but like today, it. Say it was a nice day. I mean, like, yes, it's also snowing in Reno, but it's say it's degrees in Austin. Right. Wes could go yeah. to the zoo. Yeah. Saddest place in the world is the Austin Zoo. It going is. Down there. It is. I wonder if that, that lion cannot still be alive that's been there. <laughs> going down there. No way that lion's still alive. Sad as fuck, man. <laughs> it's too hot. Texas is too hot to have a zoo it's where the hot. animals can really thrive. <laughs> They've got that mangled lion. He looks like Scar. He's just. <laughs> Poor guy. He's terrible. Someone kill that lion. You know, most of the animals in there are a lot of them, not most, but a lot of them are just like, it's just too way too scorching hot for them. Yeah. Well, so lions are used similar. to this. Sir. Desert. I thought it was similar really? to Africa. Africa. Yeah. The temperature in Texas. That's why, like, if you go on someone's land, they're like, right. I got exotics, man. It's surprising the lion's doing so poorly, but it's Austin. It's probably a rescue, you know? He's, it's, a, it's absolutely a rescue. There was yeah. a bargain lion. 
they got him for probably 300 bucks. That's Austin. And then they brag about how they saved its life. And they're like, well, we're the saviors here. His food is donated by Dan's on Mondays, (laughs) Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Fran's on Thursdays. That's right. Saturdays and Sundays. Uh, Guys, uh, it's also international make a cutout snowflake day and uh, national fruitcake day. Fruitcakes take another swing at it. It's snowflake and fruitcake day. That's pretty good. That's. Mm That's pretty good. In fact, I'm going to put the Santa hat back on. I was just I was thinking about that this before we started recording. You can get away with the Santa hat all the way up probably until New Year's Eve, right? Oh, 100%. Oh, easy, easy, man. Yeah. Come on, man. You're good. Come on, man. I was going to wear my, my, my Christmas sweater that finally came, but it's just too hot. Santa hat engage. Ooh, yeah. looking good. Nice. All right, guys. Today in history, 1934, the Shah of Persia, Muhammad Reza Pahlavi, he declared Persia Iran. So he said, now it's Iran, motherfuckers. And it's all been up Go from there. 1939, guys, the first American ski mobiles were uh, deployed. You guys ever been on a ski mobile or a snow machine? As the, as yeah, people call like it? a snowmobile. Yeah. The one thing that I have not been on in the, you know, uh, like in the two motor vehicle yeah. fun toys. And I really want to go. And on. those are badass, Wes. Yeah. If you like motorcycles, those are like. Yeah. The motorcycles of the snow. I want to go in one. Well, it's you like a jet on... ski of the snow more. Right. Yeah. Right. Wes, you've been on a front um, front trike and rear trike, right? I have not been on a uh, a front trike. I've been on a Can-Am, a, mm-hmm. like a spider, as they call them. Okay. Uh, 1941, guys, Japan bombed Manila, even though it was declared an open city. So that's cool, Japan. Damn. We're going to talk more about Japan later. Also, did you see the uh, snow tractor? From the old school, like Snow yeah. Tractor that we tweeted. Yeah. Very cool. Nice. Very cool. You wouldn't expect. Well, actually, that's not true. You would expect that type of engineering from 1950s America. Yeah, it was, it's awesome. It looks like it's like it looks hilarious. It looks like it belongs on the North Pole or something. It does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what nice it looks like? Is, um, you guys remember that uh, thing that Krang would roll in from the Ninja mm-hmm. Turtle cartoons? It was mm-hmm. like um, that thing would just, that would just go like burrow through the earth. It was like yeah. two of those. Yeah, right. exactly. Like a pontoon of those. All right. 1983, guys. Pope John Paul II, he pardoned the man that shot him, Mehmet Al-Jakia. So that's big of him. Yeah, it he is. Had, he had to. Yeah, he had to 100%. Uh, he has and to I, forgive and forget, right? Is right, that the Christian way? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what the Catholics say. Mm-hmm. If they don't, they're in big trouble. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> Got to say they're glass they're... houses. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, 1992, Harry Connick Jr. Uh, said, oh, come on, guys. That's just how it goes down in Louisiana when he was busted with a nine millimeter um, semi-automatic handgun at JFK Airport. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how we roll down there. Oh, come on, man. Did you guys do uh, Did you guys do any church services over the break? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I did not. Did you? I got yeah I got I got dragged to a Christmas Eve one and like uh, how non, was it how was non, it it was cool it was like a non denominational one they had like they had like some like a really good singer there actually this woman was like okay incredible. that's fun yeah good it was music. like they're singing Christmas music songs like the, the sermon kind of sucked but it was it was fine it was it was in, it was okay was this like a like a um, AA based thing or was no no a- not at all it was just it's a it's a non denominational come as you are church in all, nice. that's very popular in Austin. 
As long as there's, as long as come? there's not too much, um, too many kids around. Yeah. As long as there's not too much church salesmanship going on. There was I, for like I, I, fifteen I like, minutes. I like a church visit. Yeah. In, in the first like 10, 15 minutes, it was all about you know donating and this is how we survive and this is how we thrive and we need right. you and all that shit. When somebody does before? the black sheep like. Uh, you know, cartwheel up to you into the handshake. <laughs> that then it's like, oh man, it wasn't like that. As long as that, that doesn't happen, it wasn't as it wasn't aggressive like that. Okay. <laughs> hey guys, in 2000, Pittsburgh Penguins center and part owner of the Penguins, Mario Lemieux, he scored a goal and two assists in his return to the NHL after th- more than three years out with injury problems and uh, cancer issues. So that's pretty cool. Um, and in 2012, guys, NASA unveiled plans to capture a 500 ton asteroid in 2025. So. Again, wow. missed, missed that memo. You know, thanks mm. for keeping us up to date. NASA had to go and go back in the vault. Are they going to hit that, by the way? I don't fucking know. I started doing a little reading on it and it was a mess. I it's mean, I hope they do, because that's a lot of mining rights. Also, they hit they launched the James Webb uh, telescope over the, over the break. Yeah, they, they hit that. Oh, timeline. Yeah, I saw that. That's awesome. Even though it was delayed, they still hit it. It's fucking they, sick. They hit the updated launch. Um, yeah. Let's get into trending topics, guys. Okay. Let's start with the honorable mentions first. Um, my family is having a white uh, elephant gift exchange right now as we tape, and uh, <clears throat> I can't I can't tell exactly from here, but it sounds nice. Hmm. I thought what? you guys already did that because I saw your uh, yeah you outfit. got you got the thong thing. No, um, we didn't do that. That was tonight. Uh, that was just a gag gift my sister gave me, and then for the sake of the uh, Instagram caption for a joke. Uh, I wrote the Secret Santa part. Uh, are you gonna? Were had you been able to participate, would you have regifted that in the white elephant? I mean, it's up there. Someone's gonna. <laughs> someone's gonna gift it for me. Um, okay, moving on. Uh, I'm on day four of an intense diarrhea um, situation and the debilitating gastro intense inte- gastro inte- gastrointestinal issue has rendered me useless as a parent and created an understandable amount of animosity between my girlfriend and I. <laughs> yes, yeah. That would. Yeah. Yeah. Have you is been that, like, that's his su- number 2 alone, alone there? That's it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, that's a big news. I'm sorry that you're going through that. Yeah. Does but she it seems like she understood by cuz she got you the Pedialyte and the Gatorade, but she's that trying was, to speed yeah. it up. She's, she's not evil. Recovery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I said understandable amount of animosity. animosity. Right, right. Well, that's also so the Gatorade and the Pedialyte. That's also that's like gifting somebody that you live with a big screen TV. You know what I mean? It's like you're going to get some use out of that, too, because they start feeling better. That Pedialyte kicks in. Mm-hmm. Boom. Your life is getting better. What's that? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's oh, like yeah, just whatever. Yeah. Uh, trade. I'll trade. Sorry, just keep it up with the white elephant that's going on upstairs. Yeah, it's like I got a, uh, I got my girlfriend a, a mas- one of those like a, a pneumatic like massagers, like like the guns, and it's oh, yeah. because she's always asking me at like, she's got this move where right before bedtime when she knows I'm gonna go to sleep, it's can you rub my lower back, oh, and it's yeah. like at the worst possible request. Well, time. you're tired she, she enough where she knows you're not too. gonna be horny. She can you well rub she my she, lower she, back? Yeah, she I, I, I'm like literally like uh, about to go to bed so I got her a massage thing so now all I have to do is just grab the massage thing and it's literally no effort I can just there you go on the lower back mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's okay, another gift on. of benefit too. Yeah. Pat, that goes. white elephant game must be bananas with all that, also all that shit coming out of the TVs and radios. Oh man, I would never know. Those are memories I'll never have because <laughs> this show on the twenty seventh, um, guys. Um, moving on, my brother made pork chops for dinner on Sunday night, and um, I think that was because he ordered pork chops at the restaurant we went to on Christmas Eve, but they were dry. And oh, yeah, that's yeah. a good move uh, uh, by your brother. I think. I do that a lot. If I go, if I go anywhere, if I have a holiday meal anywhere, and I'm disappointed by the mashed potatoes, I will make mashed potatoes the next week, guaranteed. Put a stamp on it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, nonetheless, he got a to-go box with the dry ones, um, and he took them home. And then on Christmas Day, about two hours after we finished dinner, so about three p.m., mm-hmm. he um, he was hungry again. <laughs> so he reheated them. Uh, uh-huh. But I guess. <laughs> I guess he wanted some applesauce, you know, because they were dry. Oh, yeah. Uh, but we were at my sister's house, and she was in the process of, like, serving dessert, and she didn't have applesauce, and it caused, like, a huge fight. So, um, oh. oh, that's a big-time thing. Yeah, Pat, I've had to make a few grocery runs because, you need, you know, everybody's got different palates, and then they come into a house together, and that, that, that palate's uh, what pleases it, you know? It's not yeah. necessarily the same in every household. Yeah. What do you mean you don't have this for that? Mm-hmm. You nuts? Yeah. Exactly. So keeping you updated on Brendan, um, currently he has Najee Harris on his fantasy team versus um, the Steelers kicker, I guess, against his... Well, against the Birdman should like, dominate that, yeah. Um, and at the time of this recording, um, <laughs> he's, a, he's got a 78% chance of winning the match. Um, that's good. And if he wins this week, that's a $200 payout and a chance for an additional $500 if you were to win the whole thing. Very nice. I got smoked. In uh, the the semifinals of my league, unfortunately. Um, Moving on. My dad is addicted to a word processing game. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like a New York Times crossword, but it's not American. I can tell that. And he's he's now spending real dollars uh, to advance through the game. Yeah. Well, that's normal. Yeah. I asked him how much he's spent. Retirement uh, activity. He said, oh, maybe 10 bucks. (laughs) Yeah, that's a lot. Um, And finally, finally, my nephew Charlie beat my brother-in-law, his dad, in the game of Big Brain Challenge on the Nintendo Switch. Um, Although Charlie was on beginner and um, Adam was on advanced. So so not a real win. Well, Charlie's um, he's he's genius level smart uh, so much so that they're going to like have to put him in special ed. But as a as like a special ed dumb kid. There's a special ed for smarties, apparently. Yeah, GT. Yeah, GT. Yeah. It's more than that. It's like uh, this kid's weird, weirdly smart. It's freak um, smart it's freak classes. Smart. He's got freak smarts. Yeah. He's going to be one of those calculus kids, you know, the ones that uh, sat by themselves because they outpaced the math in high school so much that they only could take like online courses taught no. by uh, a TV. They- they shipped those kids to the, the, the high school. We had a kid that we called Geometry Boy because uh, he got shipped to the high school for geometry in middle school, and then they would bring him back. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they farm him out, these kids. Yeah, they sent him away because he was too smart. Hey, Geometry Boy, how was geometry? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my nephew's definitely Geometry Boy. Uh, yeah. All right, guys, uh, number <laughs> – this is a two-piece here. Number two, Desmond Tutu. Is dead at ninety, guys. Archbishop Desmond Tutu is a Nobel Peace uh, Nobel Peace Prize laureate and uh, a veteran of South Africa's struggle against apartheid. 
right. is revered as his nation's moral compass by both black and white men and women. And he died on Sunday at age 90. Uh, yeah, the cause was cancer. Um, he won the Nobel Prize in 84 in recognition of his nonviolent opposition to white minority rule, apartheid in South Africa. And a decade later, he witnessed the end um, of that regime and uh, chaired a Truth and Reconciliation Commission to set up and unearth atrocities committed underneath it. He was outspoken, preached against the tyranny, as I said, of the white minority. And uh, yeah, he called the black political elite to account with as much feistiness as he had the Afrikaners. Uh, but his enduring spirit of reconciliation in a divided nation always shone through. And tributes to him poured in from around the world on Sunday. Uh, and those are the words of Reuters, not my own, but I thought they were fantastic. Mm-hmm. Nice yeah. RIP. Yeah. What, um, and he said he worked with Mandela, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Um, so they were uh, they were two sides of a sword, a peaceful sword. I mean, that's really, man, you got to look at South Africa and say, like, damn, those were some big ass dudes. I'm talking about in stature and uh, brains and uh, heart to be able to. Um, move the country forward uh in in tutu and mandela oh, yeah. really pretty pretty amazing guys took a lot of bigness so to speak as uh you know who would say mm-hmm. bigot bigotry that's what he would say it t- takes a lot of bigotry um what what i'm talking about bigness being a big man hmm. mm-hmm. look at the shoulders Look at the shoulders on those South African men fighting against apartheid. It's incredible. <laughs> I was making a joke about it. It's incredible. Trump trying to find you know, describe Got someone it. as big and then call Got him it. a bigot. Got um, it. I'd like to see those boys out of the Serengeti. <laughs> Great bigotry. Yeah, got it. All right, guys, come on. Let oh, the lions run from them. I do have to. I do, I do have to say, uh, you know, I, I I don't know how this happened, but uh, I have become. According to our former president, um, one of his biggest supporters uh, on the email list. And the only thing I've done to, I guess, achieve that is try to unsubscribe multiple yes. times unsecessfully. Yeah, my text, uh, my texts are the same. He's He's got me. I don't know how, but he, the, the, Trump, he, the Trump White House, wherever the administration, they don't give a shit. If you try. No, he goes through every stop text. But, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I got an email on <laughs> on Christmas Eve at seven seven oh four p.m. from Trump's pack, Save America pack, saying, Patrick, you need this. You need this Trump themed gift paper. And if you order now, we'll get it to you in time for Christmas morning. It came at 7.04 p.m. the night before Christmas. I just thought that was a delight. Wow. Uh, yeah. I mean, what how it, would he do it? What did it, uh, what, what was, what, what did the paper look like? Was it just Trump 20? Is this Trump's face on it? Oh, really? That's awesome. This is Trump's face. <laughs> hey, speaking of Trump's face, I was watching uh, Home Alone, obviously, this week. Uh, Home Me too. Alone, too. You know, I mean, he, he, he's his one line in that is great. Yeah, not a lot of people know this. Some do, some don't. But Trump had a thing that if you shot at the Plaza Hotel or any of the properties that he owned, he would uh, throw it into the contract that they had to shoot a cameo with Trump in it. Which is why he's in Home Alone too. Branding. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people would just shoot it and then cut it out. Apparently, there's like 50 cameos of like tr- Trump in a movie that never got into the movie. Anyway, number one. Man's guys, a brander. A.K.A. The cream of the crop. This is bad, man. But airlines canceled more than 6,000 flights due to the, due to the Omarion surge. Yes. Yeah. 
So, but it's not for reasons that you think. It's not. It's not to prevent the spread necessarily. It's because the workers are sick, man. Um, according to Flight Tracker, Flight Aware, more than one thousand flights uh, entered, leaving or within the U.S. have been canceled as of this is as of Sunday evening, with more than four thousand delayed. Uh, quote. The nationwide spike in Omarion cases this week has had a direct impact on our flight crews and the people who run our operation. That was from a United Airlines spokesperson uh, in an emailed statement to the press. And uh, Delta said that uh, Delta teams have exhausted all options and resources. So they're just they're just effed. Yeah. I, I I went out on Christmas Day uh, to the, to the bar, the, like the local watering hole in my neighborhood, and uh, there was a guy there who was a bag handler at the airport, and he said that they were offering quadruple pay for for anybody to show up this week, and so he was he was talking about how Damn. he was just. He's getting getting paid and cash and checks. Isn't that just an beers. incentive to just lie about your COVID results? <laughs> because like either you either you're scheduled to work or you're not, right? Oh, I mean, this dude was working. He's just gonna he's cashing a check. I don't th- awesome. I don't like I don't know I don't know nothing about no COVID results. On exactly. Anybody. Yeah, just give me the four X's. <laughs> just give me the four X's. Uh, as of as of right now, guys, American and Southwest have not reported um, flight cancellations. But uh, that's interesting. Keep an eye. I'm sure they will. I'm sure yeah. they will. Uh, but keep an eye out, guys. <laughs> I know two or it's guys, a testing. Thing. I know two guys that are keeping an eye out on those flights. <laughs> <laughs> One of them's me. Uh, oh yeah. Three, anybody three, who's tra- anybody who's traveling for the holidays, but everybody, everybody's, everybody's, yeah. yeah whether yeah. you're hosting, whether yeah. you're hosting, or whether or whether you're whether you're out. Yeah, Pat. What yeah. if you get stuck there? How's that going to feel for you? Oh, it'll be a way more comfortable place for me to run to the bathroom. Mm. Oh, then the then the apartment, then the air. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like it was on the way down here. Oh, you had to you had to go hundred hundred times, a hundred times. Oh no, ten percent. That's terrible. That's terrible. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. a cup of coffee in the big time. That's what's going on here at the Cassidy Hersher <laughs> residence. So, okay, nice. All right, the uh, the uh, you know the work shortage just uh, was. It's affecting everyone. I went out to um, uh, a dinner, a nice dinner on Christmas Eve with some uh, my, my lady, and and she invited two of her friends. They didn't have there. the servants there to serve you. They no, the, the servants just did not want to be there, which they Call made them servants, which they made very clear. Yeah, well, they're the servers. Uh, uh, waiters and waitresses, if we can call them that, still um, did not want to be there. So we got we had a reservation for eight thirty, and they informed us that the kitchen closed at nine, uh, aka be- or because uh, we none of us really want to be here. We all have families too, and we we like, like to get to. It. We don't want to yeah. be here. <laughs> That's yeah. what they told us though. They're they like, we have families. So we want. I was like, why are you? Even- Take up over this goddamn or... restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> what it's restaurant same, was it? It was a uh, Red Ash. What is it? That? Was nice. It's West. a nice Italian restaurant in Austin. West, the pub, the pub in my in my neighborhood, they adver- they advertised that they were going to have their kitchens open at all their yeah. locations. And so yeah. we go in there and it's snowing Christmas Day. Yeah, and, beautiful. and so we go in there Christmas night and like the first thing they're like, nope, no, no, no kitchen. No. Kitchen. So obviously, like all the kitchen workers were like, fuck that. We're not showing up on Christmas. So. <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> I just like reservations at 830 kitchen closes at nine. She's like, <laughs> what do you guys want? <laughs> like, Fuck you. I'll take the clams, I guess. Yeah, yeah it was hilarious. 
nice hey, dinner. Merry Christmas. Fuck you. Yeah, nice here's dinner. your food to go. <laughs> nice dinner. Yeah, it's pretty much. Dry. <laughs> We're the last people in that restaurant. <laughs> um, all right. Let's uh, take care of some business, guys. How do you guys choose which internet service provider to use? Uh, the sad thing is that most of us have very little choice because ISPs operate like monopolies in the regions they serve. They use this monopoly power to take advantage of customers like you and me. Delta, uh, data caps, streaming throttles, the list goes on. But worst of all, many ISPs log your internet activity and sell that data to other big tech companies or advertisers. So you're just, you know, just making money off you. To prevent ISPs from seeing uh, our internet activity, we protect ourselves with ExpressVPN. So oh, ExpressVPN yeah. is a simple app for your computer or smartphone. It encrypts all your network data, tunnels it through a secure VPN server so that your ISP cannot see any of your activity. Complete anonymity. Anonymity. Can I ever say mm-hmm. that? Just think about how much of your life is on the internet. Uh, you know, lots of your life is on the internet. Too much of it, right? Um, so sites, much, really, sites yeah. you visited, the things you've maybe searched that you don't might want to buy, maybe yeah. not want to buy, you know, stuff you're into. I was just uh, checking it out, officer. I swear right. to God. Yeah, yeah. just check to is see if a, I. Is it a crime to window shop? See what's all about. If I had a nickel for every incriminating search I've ever performed, I'd have a lot of money. Right, exactly. Um, so we all use ExpressVPN here to com- uh, surf the web with complete confidence. And, uh, you know, you can pretty much be anywhere. If you have a problem with, uh, you know, not being allowed on a certain site here in the U.S., well, then you just go to Argentina on the Internet uh, via ExpressVPN. And there you are. You're in. Um, and uh, it does it all without slowing down your connection. That's why it's rated number one VPN service by CNET and The Verge. And those are, you know, two big nerd nerd tech things. They love it. So stop they know. Hand- yeah, they know. Oh, they know. They're oh, you can tr- nerd tech things don't fuck around because they let the yeah. tech speak for itself. Right. Mm-hmm. You can trust those those guys. So stop handing over your personal data, ISPs and other tech giants who mine your activity and sell off your information. Protect yourself with the VPN. We trust to keep uh, our uh, ourselves private online. Visit expressvpn.com slash hard factor. That's expressvpn.com slash hard factor to get three months Free, three extra months free. Go to expressvpn.com slash hard factor right now to learn more. Um, all right, guys, <clears throat> let's get into what, um, you know, might have been the biggest trending news since we've been off, submitted by literally thousands of you via our DMs. I'm, of course, talking about one of the best gotcha moments <laughs> ever captured <laughs> on film. I mean, well, this one might beat it. This one, this one might beat it. I'd have to say Asphinter says what? What? A sphincter says what? What? Exactly. <laughs> That's that a classic. One, that one's up there. <laughs> it's Noah's arcade. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm, of course, uh, talking about the prank of epic proportions carried out on the most powerful man in the free world, the president of the United States, 79 year old Joe Biden. I'm um, and uh, basically what happened is to set the scene, um, Joe Biden basically agreed to someone saying fuck Joe Biden in a live call. But before I get into more details of that, uh, the let's go Brandon to end all let's go Brandon's. I think it's important to take a look back at how this cultural phenomenon got started. Let's go back to October 2nd, 2021, where NBC reporter Kelly Stavist um, incorrectly described a chant of fuck Joe Biden by spectators at the 2021 Sparks 300 at the Talladega Super Speedway as let's go Brandon during a televised interview of driver Brandon Snow. And here's the clip. Thank you to all of our partners. Oh, my God. It's just such an unbelievable moment. Brandon, you also told me 
as you can hear the chants from the the crowd. Let's go, Brandon. Brandon, you told me you were going to kind of hang back those first two stages and just watch and learn. Yeah, what Brandon did you learn that helped you there in those closing laps? Oh, my God. It was uh, <laughs> learning how each line didn't. Uh... Uh, you get it. Oh, Brandon will love this. He, I know I know about my NASCAR driver's political affiliations, and he doesn't like him. Yeah. No, so. it's just so funny that she thought they were saying, let's go, Brandon. Oh, she didn't, tried no, no. Say, she was thinking was fast on her seat. option she had. Yeah. She was, she was a professional. Very professional. The way to think I love fast. how it was NBC. That makes it so much more hilarious. Yeah, yeah. That's um, where it started. Yeah. So, but thank you for giving the world that, um, Kelly. It is your fault. Um, and I know many out there might not think that it is great or disrespectful to the president. But, hey, at least they aren't chanting, fuck Joe Biden anymore. You know what I mean? Um, so that's how it all got started. A serendipity. I mean, it's, it's a meme. It's a meme. It's a meme. Yeah, it's it's an internet meme. So it got started. Media a meme. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a meme. It's a chant. Whatever. It's a slur. Whatever you want to call it. A serendipitous occurrence between a fuck Joe Biden chant and driver named Brandon at a NASCAR event in Talladega. That's how it all got started. So uh, we all know how this has been going. The left hates it, calls it a right wing slur, even though we had four years of, of fuck Trump um, chants from Trump opponents like the speech from Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. Tony's just checking in. Are you a Trump guy, Wes? He's trying to see both sides. I'm going to say one thing. Fuck Trump. Got so political this last few years. They're all cheering. How'd that Cuomo endorsement work to look out for him last year, though? Well, now, they're, now they're standing. Standing ovation for fuck Trump. Oh, it was a lot <laughs> it's of no longer down with Trump. Yeah. It's fuck Trump. Very liberal. There you go. Okay. Oh, yeah. I got I'm a just, standing O for that. That's pretty got a standing O. Yeah. He said it's no longer oh. down with Trump. It's now fuck Trump. So he's, you know, he he started that one just like, you know, Kelly started the let's go, Brandon. Anyway, um, the right loves it. Let's go, Brandon, because the left hates it so much and it's hilarious. And apparently President Biden has absolutely no clue what the fuck is going on, um, as is once again indicated by this clip I'm about to play for you. Now, to set the scene. Every year, the president of the United States takes calls from kids and families during the NORAD Santa Tracker calls. It's a fun little thing that the North American Aerospace Defense Command does. They track Santa. People can call in to that, um, that command and get updates on where the fuck their toys are. And some lucky kids and families get to speak with the first lady and president. And it's so a joke. It's, it's like a joke. It's a joke. Right. right. So on Christmas Eve, the president and Jill Biden were taking calls when Jared Schmeck who is 35-year-old uh, uh, from Oregon, called in. And first, I want to play you one, uh, another great clip from this night that uh, our former president, Donald Trump, gave us. Well, that's very good. Well, you just have a good time. Are you still a believer in Santa? Because at 7, it's marginal, right? Ah, I forgot about that one. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. Every, so, you got a lot of shit people were pissed at that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but here's the clip not that the move to tell a seven year old he's calling <laughs> no, the not. Santa hotline <laughs> over Christmas. Were yeah. <laughs> People were big was, mad about that one. It was a bonehead move for sure. Um, and let's get to the clip that everyone's talking about now. Um, the the most recent one. Here we go. You know, play. Thanks for watching our YouTube. There's Lester that's, Holt. That's not the one. Hang on. No, so oh, you're not trying to get yeah. Lester up in there. No, no I wish it was get... Keith Morrison. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful Christmas as well. Uh, Merry thank Christmas, you. and let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I <laughs> yeah. agree. Hey, buddy. <laughs> well, I hope you have a wonderful hey, Christmas. Well, yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful Christmas as well. Uh, Merry Christmas, you. and let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I <laughs> yeah. agree. Okay. I just want to play it twice. You guys, you know, got it. Heard it very well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, how does he not know? You know, it's just, he knows. I think. Uh, does he? I, I think no. he knows. No. No. You don't Jill think he knew. Knows? Jill knew the president did not catch on. I mean, if you were that out of it, you don't repeat back exactly what the person said to you. But yeah, maybe. I don't know. How do you? I Unless mean, you thought like, the kid's name was Brandon. No, I, yeah, let's let's keep going. But I don't, I don't. Yeah, let's let's, let's keep getting into it. What, what other Jill, Jill, Jill knew what was going on. You could tell in her. This is and, fucked up. Okay, well, let me just. Uh, I have the uh, I have the opposite clip from where they're the. I guess the his wife presumably is filming Jared make that call. Um, get him, Jared. Damn, yeah. <laughs> get him, Jared. But but it, I'm not going to play it because yeah, I don't have an issue with fuck. Joe Biden, and I don't have an issue with let's go, Brandon. There's no issue with that. I was said fuck Donald Trump all the time. You can say fuck Joe Biden all you want. That's all good, bro. There's a time and a place for it. There's a time and a place for political discord. There's a time and a place for protest. Right. And it's not uh, to your president's face. And I thought about this. We had Donald Trump Jr. on the show. I didn't want Donald Trump Jr. on the show. He was on the show twice. The only reason he was on this show was because it was good for ratings. And you guys were like, yeah, let's try it. I fucking hated it. I hated his father. <laughs> I hated him. But yeah. I did it. And you know what I didn't say to him? I, I didn't say fuck you, man. Well, I yeah, didn't say well, that to you. You have, you have, you had fun with it. Yeah, you, you I had, had fun, fun with it, it but I wouldn't you asked say, him about his cocaine. You, man. you asked him about his cocaine, and he was and a smart like guy, that. and he was a worthy adversary. Yeah, right. He was a smart guy, and he caught it. I think the real issue here, Pat, is exactly what you described. Biden didn't catch it. If yeah. he had recognized it and responded with anything like, "What can I like Santa more? Anything other than I agree. I have the issue. The issue for with me is that a man is calling our president on the phone and saying, fuck you to his face. (laughs) And he thinks that's okay. I think the issue is he's so mentally slow. He can't even catch it. No, the issue is this douchebag calling our president and saying, fuck you to his face is fucking respectful on the NORAD uh, Christmas line. That's my that's my point. It's a joke. It's they're having fun. He should be able to handle it. He's the president. And he handled it. He's fine. He didn't cry. No, he didn't. He said, I agree. He made himself look Are like you a in fucking his head? buffoon. Really? <laughs> Are you in he his head? He made himself look like a, the biggest buffoon of all time. This is your own personal Biden shit, bro. No, it's not. He looked like a fucking idiot saying, I agree. Let's go, Brandon. Yeah, he looked he like could, a fucking he, moron. He could have also been being a good sport. No, That's he wasn't. Argument. He didn't know what was going on. A he good, didn't know. I don't think he knew what was going a on. A good sport response would have been, I agree. Fuck me. No, that a good been. sport response would have been, I like Santa more personally. Ha <laughs> ha. We know what you're saying. <laughs> he didn't get it. He, he He's so slow. Play he's supposed again. to be the president and be able to handle like real NORAD calls. He can't even handle a guy saying, let's go, Brandon, <laughs> on a fucking phone call. I, right. the, the issue is not whether or not our president is stable or not mentally. We know the answer. No, to that I think question. we disagree on that. The issue is that this piece of shit thought it'd be funny. And his kid was there. <laughs> Check this out, boy. I'm going to call the president. And say, I mean, he exposed to, something to that's an face. issue, didn't he? No, the issue's been exposed in a million different ways. This is not the time, but every other time is the time. Not today, in my opinion. But yes. Hey, damn, Jared was. Uh, we'll get on. We'll get more to what Jared responded. You want to see the clip again? You can. Yeah. see You can see Jill. <laughs> rec- life is in shambles. You can see Jill recognize <laughs> it, but not Joe. Hang but Jared's on. now saying, "I didn't mean any disrespect." Well, I'm sure people are going to take it well. Yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful Christmas as well. Uh, Merry thank Christmas, you. and let's go, Brandon. 
Let's go, Brandon. I agree. Yeah. Hey, buddy. <laughs> oh, oh, no. She rolled her eyes when he yeah, said, she I agree. Was, uh, yeah. What did he say? By the way, what? what he said. Where did the clip go? He said, by, hey, by the way. No, that was that was just a repeat. It was just. It, no, I understand. But he said, let's go, Brandon. I agree. Hey, by the way. Uh, I don't think he said anything. Well, I hope you have a wonderful hey, Christmas. Well, yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful Christmas as well. Oh, Merry thanks. Christmas and let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I <laughs> <Yeah>. agree. <laughs> you heard him I say, hey, by the way. Yeah, I heard him say, hey, by the way, but I don't think he was going to. Uh, he didn't say anything in reference to uh, let's go, Brandon. There he was possibly. no there was there was no re- retort to it. Hmm. Um, you can look it up um, anyway. So. Yeah. So the opposite side, of course, is is the him being filmed by his wife after he hangs up. They laugh. Clearly, they it's like a gotcha. That was hilarious. We got the president, um, you know, whatever. But now uh, Jared has been doxxed by the media and um, he describes himself as a, as a free thinking American and <laughs> follower of Jesus Christ and not a Trumper. He's facing all kinds of backlash because of this little, you know, hilarious stunt. But he says he meant no disrespect and only did it as a joke. I didn't telling say me, that. I just well, wanted to see if he would catch it. I would believe yeah. that if he had said it. But you did it. Oh, you can't say I just wanted to see there's this thing where we kind of say fuck you to the president's face. So I was like, I'm going to be the guy to test it. Check this out. Hey, president, <laughs> fuck you. Ah, yeah, it was he? funny as shit. It was funny, man. Um, oh, man he I told the Oregonian really low class, really low he, class. Maybe so. But at the, at the he's, he told the Oregonian at the end of the day, I have nothing against Mr. Biden. I am frustrated because I think he can be doing a better job. And let me tell you, when you refer to the president as Mr., it's a small indication that maybe you don't like or respect the guy. Maybe you do have something against him. He went on to say, I thought it would be automated. We just were just waited on hold. And then they answered. And I thought, wow, this is real. I understand there's a vulgar meaning to let's go, Brandon, but I'm not that simple minded. No matter how oh, I feel deep. about him, this guy's he, deep. He seems. Deep. Show me the other side of the video, Wes. <laughs> Show me how deep this motherfucker. Is. He seems. Hang on. He seems like he's a cordial guy. There's no animosity or anything like that. I was merely an innocent jest to also express my God-given right to express my frustrations in a joking manner. I love him just like any other brother or sister. Liar. Yeah, dude, you are allowed to say that shit anytime you want, bro. There's no doubt about it. No one's arguing with that. There's a time. Dude, and a it's place. just a joke. And, the and Santa people Norad are mad time. because Biden got his pants pulled down by this dude. No, it's, Will. It's just a joke. Will, and I people are so to... embarrassed no, because Will. he's so mentally slow. He's got brain worms and he can't recognize mm-hmm. anything that's happening. And everybody's would embarrassed. Would you say that it's mental slowness that you would tell a seven-year-old during the Norad call? Do you no, believe that's in just... Santa because it's seven? It's marginal. That's I would argue judgment. That's that's, that's poor judgment. That's different than not being able to recognize what's happening in the real world. Oh, that would absolutely. That's even a scarier prospect if, if Trump was able to recognize what was happening. Dude, I don't want to argue about which president I don't like that much is worse. What I want to say is that Joe Biden not being able to recognize this shows that his brain doesn't fucking work. <laughs> mm, yeah. Maybe. That's it. Period. Bottom oh, line, absolutely. Unless, unless you're thing. in his head, you can't know that for sure. Because no, that, dude, he didn't recognize this. He goes, "I agree. Let's go, Brandon. I agree." No, well, that, that's the most good-hearted thing you could say. I'm not saying that's no, what that's he meant not. to do. Oh, it's absolutely. The dummy, it's the dumbest thing you could say. I, I agree. agree. Fuck, fuck me. me. <laughs> that's the number. That's like the best thing you could say when someone insults you. I agree. Fuck me. I'm the worst. No. Moving on. Mm. Could have been like, all right, no. jokester. All right, jokester. Have a great Christmas. Yeah. You know. Like <laughs> I see what you did. At least there. acknowledge. At least acknowledge. At least right. acknowledge. Yeah. He knew what was anything. going on. Yeah. He's, he didn't understand it. Yeah. 
I don't think he understood it either. But, you know, you know, I I agree with Pat in the sense that it was not the time. They they were having a nice Christmas moment. Shouldn't have been politicized. It shouldn't have been a disrespectful thing to Joe Biden. He's taking calls with the kids. I agree with that part. For Um, sure. But but it's still fucking hilarious. I I wouldn't do it. But, yeah, Yeah. it was funny that it happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show me the other side of this fucking liar. Show me this liar on the other side who wanted to just go to his weird ass Hang and be like, well, I did it. I told the president, fuck you right to his fucking face. Uh, am I doing anything to move our country forward? Zero. No. But any- anyway, so um, Schmex also said he said 100% behind what he did, adding he's not a supporter of Trump, but is frustrated with Biden policies such as the vaccine mandates, issues with inflation. Um, he also said, I would have handled it not getting the vaccine. That's what I did. Yeah. Um, he also said now these docs is getting threatening phone calls. Um, and then Twitter, of course, laid out what, um, you know, they think here's one uh, guy, uh, Jewish deplorable at Trump Jew, too. He thinks this is what's going to happen to Jared um, coming up. Here it is. Step one, CNN and MSNBC docs. Let's go. Brandon, dad. Step two, dad is fired. Family forced into hiding. Step three, FBI raid IRS investigation. Step four, dad loses custody of the kids. Step five, gulag. Who doxed so, him? Him? <laughs> now, his, his wife? The, the, I believe the, the the media doxed him. I don't know who exactly. No, I, I saw it. It was a Twitter thread. It was somebody on Twitter. I oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So they, they, they came for him. Um, and then this side who kind of. The blue check mark army. Yeah, no, definitely. I don't think it was a blue check. Actually, it was like a, it was like a, a reporter. <laughs> that's what you'd expect. Not, not. Yeah, they, that's who's coming for him. <laughs> well, that's what you you'd expect to do it. They're right? coming for me too. The woke, the woke the cancel culture. liberal elite. elites. <laughs> the woke cancel culture. That's, that's literally it. what the Trump email I got on Wednesday said, <laughs> verbatim, that they're coming for me, Patrick. I thought, that was, yeah, a, I thought that was a pro thing. Okay. Anyway, bullshit. cancel culture, whatever. Um, and then this one is something that maybe Pat would agree with. Lindy Lee, Oregon dad, say, after saying, let's go bring this to Biden, I'm being attacked for utilizing my freedom of speech and expressing my frustrations in a joking manner. No, you're being criticized for being a vile piece of shit and cussing at our president who showered you and your kids with kindness and grace. So there you go, Pat. There's the other side. And then this one from XX... Um, uh, strategies LLC. The Democrats spent Christmas Day doxing the father who got Biden to say, "Let's go, Brandon." I agree. It's not. It is not Jared Schmeck's fault that the occupant of the Oval Office, office is dementia-ridden fool. We stand with Jared Schmeck <laughs> and we'll provide him uh, support if they cancel him. So they they're gonna do it. It's <laughs> them that's gonna do it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I dude, he should have caught. He should have been able to catch that. He's the I'll president. You expect Jared something Schmeck up your president worked you at my office and he walked in the next day and was like, Schmeck, you're a piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but that but I, but I followed up with. But that was hilarious, though. Exactly. Yeah, that was that was a little that was low, bro. But that was fucking hilarious. Yeah, there's there's humor and then there's Schmeck humor. Listen, it's funny yeah, but, because mean, it's, he got the most powerful man in the world to say something so silly and not recognize that he got it through to the most powerful, seemingly man in the world. That is hilarious. Right. And Pat, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you like the Nigel Farage milkshakes, right? No, no, I don't even re- remember the Nigel. Farage. I mean, I remember what they were vaguely. when he was getting pelted with milkshakes in Britain. The conservative leader, Nigel Farage, when we first mm. started the show. I don't really remember. Hey, you like egg boy down in Australia when they nailed that. Uh, no, I, 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 I said that you shouldn't egg. throw fucking milk. Or Macron getting an egg thrown out no, of that's France. Assault. You didn't like any that's of those? That's assault. Thought it was all horrible and disgusting. No, but those, 
not funny. no that's assault but those are also okay but i guess political protests not not funny at all none of Christmas. those i have at no all. beef with let's go brandon i told you that man i told you it's that this fucking piece of shit called on christmas night and said fuck you mr president not acceptable <laughs> as an american sorry you said let's go brandon that's the dale man you that's did say dale. let's go brandon though that's yeah. let's Make Look, you, these these fucking patriots want to be <laughs> patriots one day and they want to cross a line that the most liberal guy I've ever fucking met me wouldn't cross. Right. Like, I just don't get it. I, I don't get it. man. I, I don't get it. They're conservative when they want to be conservative. They're they're not when they're when they when it doesn't suit them. It's bullshit. Well, that's how both sides work. Um, I think so. Anyway, the left media or at least one columnist from MSNBC, Hayes Brown, um, pictured here is also now calling for this NORAD tradition to end saying lots quote, of people are. Yeah, not. Yeah, just I, I prefer we end the tradition because it's about time we decoupled St. Nick from the world's most powerful military. American culture is saturated with a desire to associate the military with the saccharine. Um, we get videos of soldiers returning home to their pets or children, but never questions about why they're deployed for so long or what their threat uh, they were fighting. Military jets flying over NFL games give us an injection of jinkoist testosterone before more regionally focused battles of testosterone are playing on the field. And we get the Netflix movie Operation Christmas Drop, a spe- seasonally themed non rom-com that cheerfully seeks to boost approval for America's military based in Guam. Jared, uh, see if you can get him to say it, Jared. I mean, if I was if that would be the, 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 one of the greatest moments of all time, if you actually got the president uh, in that way, it's fucking yeah. funny. It's fucking funny. It was in bad timing. I agree to pick Christmas Eve. He was doing the president was doing something nice. I agree with you there, Pat, but it's still fucking funny. Yeah, Schmeck's the most hilarious guy at our school. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Can't wait to get over to Schmeck's Pat, house. Something tells me writing. something tells me you would have thought it was funny if they did it to Trump. So mm, probably not. Because uh, I, I, I I literally had to have Trump's son on this show. So what? To my protest. So you want a uh, fucking cookie because he didn't tell him to go fuck no, himself? No, it's just don't tell me what I would have done or didn't do. Uh, when uh, I had a similar opportunity and didn't do it. Okay. I'm not saying you would have done it. I'm saying you would have thought it was thought funny. thought it was funny? No. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. You say so. All right. All right. Well, thank you, fellas. That was an yeah. enlightening conversation. <laughs> Enjoyed that. That was a huge story. That was trending yeah, all over big. the place. All right. Uh, and we're about to hop on the jet and head to the international moment to close things up. But first, it's time for a word from our longtime sponsor and perfect holiday season stress reliever, Caliper CBD. Uh, whether you're needing it to unwind from a hectic holiday season, uh, coming to an end or whether the holiday season is still enveloping you in the madness uh, with like all the speakers from all different directions and, you know, everything. And you need a momentary chill out time, uh, chill, chill out timeout. That's what I call it. Caliper CBD has you covered for your chill out timeout. Uh, the holidays can be a little less jolly than we'd like. But one packet or swift stick of Caliper CBD and I'm feeling merry and bright, calming, de-stressing, and relaxing. That's why I love Caliper CBD. Absolutely love the stuff. It's the best CBD product I've ever tried. And that's from a guy who's tried a ton of it. Exactly 20 milligrams per packet, 30 times faster kicking in than CBD oil kicks in in just 10 minutes. Always THC free and flavorless in a drink or food that you cook it with or delicious in a Swift stick. Like I'm saying, that's my favorite. Uh, And this holiday season, be your merriest with Caliper CBD. Get 35% off your first order with promo code FACTOR at trycaliper.com slash factor. Try it risk-free for 30 days. If you don't love it, they'll give you a full refund. That's trycaliper with a P dot com slash factor. Don't forget promo code factor for 35% off your first order. 
that's a deal on some great CBD this holiday season. That's that's a good deal. I want to try that out. Uh, all right, fellas. <laughs> you sent Pat. It's time for the TikTok International moment. Yeah, Pat, did you bring your caliper with you? <laughs> no, man. I, <I'm- laughs> I can't keep anything down. Or I, mean, I guess I can keep it <laughs> only down. You mix it with your Pedialyte. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that actually sounds fucking amazing. Maybe yeah. it'll chill my uh, my rear end out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe so. Maybe so. Well, as Darcel said, fellas, it's time for the TikTok International Moment. And thank you, Darcel, for that in- lovely introduction, as always. Uh, we're starting in the far east of Japan uh, for some troubling news. Making a quick stop in Taiwan right next to Japan. Uh, check in on some Christmas trolls. It's got some Ukraine headed in there, mixed in there as well. Uh, we're heading over to Israel to learn about a poor, poor Australian man who's, who's there. Uh, and uh, finally, taking it all the way up north to a snowy bucket list destination for me, Finland. So it's going to be a fun trip today, fellas. Nice. First up. Hmm. I said nice, nice. I'm looking forward oh, good. To yeah. yeah, I'm excited too. Uh, first up, Japan. Uh, where there's a potato and French fry shortage, uh, which is uh, one of the most terrifying thoughts imaginable, uh, is that everybody would be forced to eat coleslaw indefinitely until the next potato famine ends. Uh, Seriously, fellas, potatoes are second only to corn uh, in vegetables grown per year globally with 370 metric tons per year. Uh, And McDonald's a lot of potatoes. It's a ton. Corn's got like over a billion, but I mean, they make all kinds of stuff out of corn. Yeah. So potatoes standing pretty strong there above any other vegetable. Uh, yeah. Uh, but McDonald's Japan announced the unthinkable last Tuesday that they would no longer be able to offer medium and large size French fries due to a combination of a global supply chain issues combined with recent flooding in British Columbia. That's particularly fucking up their potato supply chain. Uh, and while the thought, you know, of, of another potato famine is truly terrifying, I commend the Japanese McDonald's corporation for making this proactive move that will allow you to stack fries on your double cheeseburger in Japan indefinitely until more potatoes get shipped in from above. See what they're doing there. So they're preserving the fries. You can only order yeah. smalls. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, I order two now. huh? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if they'll let you, though. Because it's just because it's shortage, but that would be dishonorable. Yeah, and they're big on honor there. Yeah, I mean, I think if any country is going to take the take the you know, the brunt of this, it should be Japan. They they're 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 smaller. They don't they don't need as much many fries as as maybe we do. So I, I no. thank them. I thank them for this. That's a great think, point. But I think it's appropriate. That's a great point, Wes. Very appropriate. Seems like they should have done something similar with the COVID tests here in America. But I can guarantee you one thing about us. We'd also care more about the fries over here, too. And that's good news, Wes, because the French fry shortage is supposed to stay localized to Japan alone. Beautiful. So do you guys see the uh, <laughs> do you guys see the, uh, <laughs> the commercial for the new McDonald's to go through the drive through twice? <laughs> Crispy chicken sandwich. <laughs> no, what uh, is it? no. Is it good? Oh, my Let's God. OK, so I, you know, we've talked about on the show. I used to work at Chick-fil-A, right? Mm-hmm. And um Chick-fil-A, the only ingredients on a Chick-fil-A sandwich are chicken, uh, a buttered bun, and pickles, right? Pickles, yeah. Right. So uh, I saw this ad for the new, I don't know if it's new, I don't know what it is, but it's essentially McDonald's is finally saying, fuck it, 
these Chick-fil-A bastards have been winning for long enough. So they're trying to compete. We're trying to compete. I've Uh, had this sandwich and it sucks. It sucks. It sucks. Yeah, McDonald's can't do chicken. I mean, is it peanut oil? That's a good question, right? I don't know. The McChicken is better than this fucking thing, though. Let me tell you. Really? The McChicken is such garbage. The McChicken's better than this, whatever they're doing with this, you know, uh, competitor. Did you ever, like, a double cheeseburger McChicken, what are you getting? Double cheeseburger. Yeah, probably. Uh, 10 out of 10, right? Because there's, like, never going to be, like, a hard tendon in it. 10 out of 10 times. I don't mean never. I mean, less often. Yeah. I mean, I almost never for for me. I would always go double cheeseburger. It's in that rare. Situation. Yeah, I was very rare. The ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They don't want that. All right, uh, taking it away from tendons, moving it a little bit south of Japan, over to Taiwan. Talk about some Christmas trolls, fellas. Uh, you can count on uh, two things in some of the most pressurized democracies in the world right now: constant threat. From either Putin or Xi, uh, you know, they're just like saying they're going to take you over, do whatever they want to you, have their way with you, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then funny jokes to piss off Putin and Xi over those locations. And of course, there are none hotter in that space uh, in 2021 than Taiwan and Ukraine. And in Taiwan, hacking group Anonymous uh, left a little treat for the UN, the United Nations website on December 23rd. They loaded the phrase once more before Christmas, and then nine other links onto the UN homepage, including the Taiwanese flag and anthem, another song, uh, and an obvious show of support for the island nation. And then a bunch of papers about supporting the people of Ukraine uh, and Russia, the people who live around the border, over the governments fighting over the land. And, of course, a manifesto because it's a hacking group. Mm. Um, and, yeah, <laughs> so... The UN had to, to deal with that. You got to break this down for me a little bit because you said Trump. You said, you said I'm sorry. You said Ukraine, Russia, Taiwan. Yeah. So so anonymous right. hacked the UN's homepage, right, mm-hmm. right. posted all this stuff about Taiwan, which is just like celebrating Taiwan, like their anthem, their flag. Right. Because a bunch of Taiwanese is trying to be like, yo, you're ours. Bitch. Right. They're like, so they're, we're supporting Taiwan. And then there was other links to papers about how. P- the UN should support the people living in the Ukrainian Russian border ah. <clears throat> over the governments who are fighting over those people. Ah, and then of course, okay. a manifesto as there well. You go. Okay. I yeah. Get that. So that's what anonymous was up to uh, over the holiday break. And it was a pretty good Christmas troll on the UN. They had Dang. to spend all day scrubbing that up, you know, because they're like, Oh fuck. G's going to see this. We got to get this the fuck out of here. You know, <laughs> that's a like, big hack. I mean, yeah. it seems like, it seems like a big hack to get into the UN website. I mean, Oh, it was. Yeah. It was impressive by Anonymous. As always, they do a pretty good job over there. They do good work, yeah. They do. Uh, And then uh, speaking of the Ukraine, which they mixed in with their uh, Taiwan troll of the UN, you should really follow at Ukraine on Twitter, if you don't already. Uh, They have some very good tweets, um, like this Christmas Eve troll uh, that I'm going to show you guys here. Uh, They tweeted, on this day 30 years ago, the USSR collapsed. The greatest geopolitical joy of the 20th century. And they tweeted that uh, at night on a Christmas Eve. And then it's a video of like the USSR flag just like going down forever. Or are they poking? The, they're poking. <clears throat> oh, yeah. They're poking the <clears throat> poking the bear big poking time. The Putin, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a great Christmas troll, though, nonetheless. <laughs> um, uh, and then, of course, if you don't follow at Ukraine, you really should on Twitter, because uh, here's some other examples of their work. This one from December 7th, where they said uh, it's a meme that says types of headaches. 
And then in the front of the head, it's migraine. In uh, the back of the head, it's hypertension. Around the sides of the head, it's stress. And then your entire head is living next to Russia. Yeah. That's the type of headache. So, Listen, Ukraine's a little, you know, they, they've got some work to do. They might be able to poke poke fun at Russia, but the only experience I have with Ukraine is that my uh, wedding video editor is in Ukraine and she refuses to edit uh, same-sex marriage videos because they're uh, so against it. So How was that know. email? Maybe it's not her refusing <laughs> It's like, what the fuck, you know I mean? Katie? What do you mean you can't edit these two lesbians? Not in Ukraine, bro. <laughs> yeah. Not Ukraine. Yeah. Get that I actually shit found another Ukrainian, Ukrainian that's doing it on the down low, though, so... They, I might oh, yeah. be getting I might be contributing to someone's death over there, but I don't care as long as they don't get found out. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I get found out by the KGB or whatever it's called. Uh, yeah. Uh, so the good news is, though, fellas, this is all happening. Ukraine at Ukraine on Twitter is just popping off. And, and Putin is still uh, sending home like tens of thousands of troops from the border. So that's still good. Still good. good. I think he wants that uh, pipeline, that gas pipeline. So he's going to stop fucking around for a little bit mm-hmm. uh, and taking it twelve hundred miles due south of the Russian-Ukrainian border to Israel, uh, where one Australian man is trapped for life. When That sounds funny and weird, and it is. Here's the summary. Uh, Australian man stuck in Israel since 2013, can't leave for 8,000 years thanks to a divorce law, and that's for real, according to a court order, Noam Huppert, is barred from leaving Israel even for holiday or work until December 31st, 9,999, <laughs> uh, if he does not pay over $3 million towards child support to uh, the state of Israel. Um, Jesus. That's got to be like a, a clerical error, right? I mean, $3 million bucks. No, 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 Pat. This is, this is, this is a legit. Here's, here's Gnome. Uh, here's this poor bastard with the actual court fucking documents there that show he he's he's stuck in Israel till the year nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine um, unless he pays the three million. Um, he went to Israel with his kids in 2012 a- a- after his wife, who you know left him from Australia. She fled back home to Israel in 2011, uh, and Noam following her there in 2012 with the kids. Probably the worst choice of his life uh, because now he's stuck there forever and owes three million dollars. And Noam's not alone. Uh, apparently, it's very common for Australian and American men as well, uh, with the Department of State noting the odd rules on their website about Israeli marriage laws um, and the documentary No Exit Order even being made about how Israel can uh, lock a baby daddy uh, into the country with impunity and treat them like absolute dog shit forever. What the um, fuck? Yeah. So it's just a real thing. This fucking poor guy, Noam Huppert, is just the latest uh, like pawn in the scheme of getting eaten by the Israeli child support system. But I mean, three million. What was he? What was he like? Yeah, a, like a doctor. Two like, kids. No, he's like a, he, he works for a pharmaceutical company, so I'm sure he makes a good living. But yeah. two kids. But and I, they're like, I get gnomes a dead three million. Beat, you like, can't leave. Yeah. Where do you get the three million? You know, like I just for life, you know, till they're whatever. I mean, it's going to be high rate till they're both 18. Yeah, what does that mean? Till life. Though, you know, like once they get past 18, right? Like, who cares? Yeah, dude, it's insane. I don't know what the hell they're like, but it's, it's a problem. Yeah. I mean, usually the child support is based on how much you make, um, you know, at least here in the States. Like, yeah, and usually you can't like 20% lock of your income some, or something. Yeah. You can't like geolock somebody in forever. You can't be like, hey, you're not allowed to leave Texas. I guess right, you could get arrested if you owed enough, but like, it's crazy. And he's not even Israeli resident. He's from Australia. That's right. He's not, he's a prisoner now. He's a prisoner. Yes. That's crazy. 
like there's documentaries and shit about it. It's a, apparently a real big fucking I issue. I mean, this sounds out. insane. So it does sound insane. Yeah. Crazy stuff out of the Middle East per usual. <clears throat> and finally, taking it all the way up north to beautiful uh, Finland, uh, where one Tesla Model S owner, his name is Tumas Kantanen, uh, was told that the problems of his car were uh, due to a faulty battery. So he buys a Tesla S. You think that thing's going to fuck. And then it, then it keeps fucking up. And, and he takes it into the shop and they say, yeah, you need a new battery, bro. Um, and that the cost to replace it was going to be twenty two thousand dollars American or twenty thousand euros. Uh, so this dude, uh, Tomas, literally told them, no, I'm going to explode it with my guys instead. And there's a picture of Tomas. So you guys can see what he looks like. Um, yeah. So he just told them they were like, hey, it's going to you need a new battery. Twenty grand, bro. He was like, nope, I'm going to explode it. Uh, so he did. But how he- how could I mean, I'm just like Tesla. There should be no Tesla that's out of warranty with as old as Tesla is as a car manufacturer, right? Like, how is this acceptable? Unless he was like modding his battery. I think it was. This is a 2013 model. Mm. So um, could be just out of warranty. Jesus. Um, and this guy got fucked. I don't know. Uh, but anyways, it was it was enough. Mad, it made him mad enough to say, nope, just going to explode it instead of buying the new battery. Um <laughs> Which is fair, I think, because uh, I think like the blue book value of this car was like 38 grand or something. So it's like half the, you know, more than half the car. Um, anyways, uh, he made a little Elon doll. Him and his buddies did put it inside uh, the Tesla Model S for the big explosion. And he did indeed explode the hell out of this Tesla um, on a very sweet YouTube video. And here that is for you guys, the highlights, just the explosion part. So that's it. on that's like a there's a legit explosion. Smithereens. He could have afforded Dude, that's all. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, Pat, do you think he spent twenty two grand on he that? Absolutely, could have afforded batteries. <laughs> Looking at that production. Oh, he didn't. Well, he wanted. He's going to buy a new car. That's the kind of guy he is. Yeah, Tomas. Yeah, Tomas. He. I think he probably spent about as much as he would have on the battery on the video too. But uh, it's got to be some insane satisfaction. Oh, dude, I, I, this is the like new that. way I want to die. Just explode yourself like that. Full explosion like that. Whoa. On camera no like that? There. There's no pain there, man. That was just like, bah, gone. It was pretty incredible. They, they, yeah. they did it like in, a, in this like uh, rock canyon area so that it would be like a totally safe explosion. Lined the entire car with like dynamite. It was 30, <laughs> I think 30,000. Wait, I forget how much dynamite. A shitload of dynamite. It was, it was incredible. It blew it to smithereens. Yeah. Smithereens. Yeah, blew smithereens. 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 And this episode was blown to smithereens. <laughs> That's going to do it for Hard Factor this Monday. Uh, I just got to do one more thing, fellas. It's uh, time for the dice. Jack and Joe went up the hill, both with a buck and a quarter. Joe came down with 250. <laughs> hey. <laughs> the dice, man. Uh, remember, I'm off tomorrow. I got I got a wedding, so uh, it's between you, you, you two and... Uh, mark for right and i'm on i got a you know five or six family things that i gotta miss yeah yep 
Yep. Pat, your, day, your days after that. So you're just going to have to keep being inconvenienced, right? Is that is that how this works? Inconvenience yeah. or yeah, missing magical moments that I'll never be able to get back with my family. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. Glad to so be here. A few of us in that boat. All right. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's keep it going here. Um, just Will, Pat and Mark in the running for the job. And the cup of coffee in the big time is going to be Will. Mm. And the TikTok international moment is going to be Pat mm. and Mark. We'll bring you a random story of some other description. Pat, Pat you got any international family stories for, for tomorrow? <laughs> no, everyone's pretty white here. <laughs> any international trips you want to talk about? <laughs> no. By the way, uh, the new Dice Man sound effect was requested at the Discord, uh, patreon.com slash hardfactor if you want to get involved with that, with that kind of thing. Thank you for listening, as always, but most importantly, have a great fucking day. Say goodbye. Say goodbye.